This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I love particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. If you've ever felt alone in your journey and wanted to be around women who get it, women who love God and are about their business, Blessed and Bossed Up Society is for you. This membership community gives you a ton of resources from myself as well as outside experts to help you grow in your faith and your business. To learn more, visit www.blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Let's start the show. Work hard for what you want in life. You work hard for what you want in life. That, that, that your word is your bond, that you do what you say you're going to do. That your word is your bond, and you do what you say. That you treat people with dignity and respect. That you treat, 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 treat people with respect. Reach of your dreams and your willingness to work hard. The strength of your dreams and your willingness to work for them. Work hard. Work hard. Work hard. 
Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. This is a bonus episode. I'm so excited. I've, I think I've gotten used to um, putting out two episodes a week now. Like y'all are legit spoiled at this point. Um, but I recorded a podcast interview earlier today with my friend Kristen, who I've talked about on the show. And that episode was so good. I was going to put it out as a bonus, but I was like, Y'all got to listen to that episode on Monday to start your week off because when I tell you, secure your edges, secure your wigs, get somewhere where you could take some notes like that, y'all, top three interviews that I've done on this show. I mean, we're at like episode 120 something and this is like top three interviews that I have done and it was just confirmation to me why I do not interview people who I don't know personally or I I can't vouch for their character because God has just blessed me with some amazing women in my life and I'm excited because Kristen if you're coming to the God is my CEO tour in Dallas Kristen is one of my special guests and she mentions Tiffany Tiffany is one of my special guests as well I'm gonna try to get her on an episode soon before Dallas so you guys could learn more about her but Kristen is one of my special guests in Dallas and y'all are really in for a treat so make sure you are ready on Monday's episode I'm gonna I'm a have it air at like 3 a.m so when you get up and you getting ready for work listen to that podcast because it's it's going to change your life and I'm not even just saying that I don't even think I'd go that deep when it comes to any interview really but I'm just still on the high from that one Um, But I'm excited about today's episode. Today is a bonus episode. I'm going to be talking about some things I learned from starting my new business. So as you guys know, God gave me an idea for a media company um, over a year ago. And uh, he gave it to me in bits and pieces as the year went on. Um, But as of lately, he's like, Tatum, it's time to go. Like, press play. And then just made the, the vision and everything, the mission so clear And while it's exciting and while I'm so happy that he's giving me this assignment and I'm excited to build this business. And you guys know I started the BBU Network and the retreat is coming up at the end of the year. We sold out the first retreat in like three days and it was such high demand that we opened it up again. So I have more applications to review and more people to invite to this awesome retreat. I'm going to do another date in December. So not only that, but God, let me tell y'all, God is just really doing his thing. But in the midst of building this business and kind of managing the growth of things as they are now, there have been some lessons that I've learned and some thoughts that I've had over the last couple of weeks. So I wanted to share that with you guys. Before we get into that, like we moving on up in the world, y'all, we got sponsors, some corporate sponsors. I'm super excited about this episode is actually brought to you by Audible. And I'm really excited about this sponsor, especially on this episode, because as I get into my points, I'm going to be telling you guys about some resources and some books and things that I had to turn to um, in order to fill the voids that I realized I had as I was um, building this business. So let's actually just start with point number one. So the first thing that I learned from starting this new business and growing this business is that God will restore everything that you think you lost in the waiting season. So I'm gonna say that again, God will restore everything that you think you lost 
while in the waiting season. If you want to learn more about my waiting season, just go back and listen to the episode, The Wait. I'm not going to really give you the full shebang from front to finish. I mean, from start to finish. But one thing I learned just by the rapid success of this business and this platform is that the things that I was complaining about, like, God, when is this, this is going to grow? Or you said that I was a millionaire and I'm not seeing anywhere near that as far as um, income is concerned. And you have all these things for me and I'm not seeing it. Literally, as soon as he said, Tatum, go on this business, the money came, the influence came, the expanded territory came, the new opportunities came, and they all came to me. Like even taking this podcast, for example, um, the our corporate, we have a lot of sponsors that are coming up and I'm, I'm going live right now on the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. And I was telling them before I started recording the show how the, the situation even came about for myself and the company that I'm partnering with that is that is that has been securing us sponsorships, it literally came to me. I didn't go looking for anything, looking for anybody. It came to me. I, God recently sent me a group of women. Even in addition to that, he recently sent me a group of women. And just by listening to them, I'm, I'm an observant person. And I may talk a lot on the podcast because, I mean, it's a podcast. But in real life, I'm very laid back and I observe a lot. I like to listen more than I speak. And I just believe, I just like to pay attention to stuff. And so as I'm just kind of paying attention to this group of women that he sent me is sparking something in me about how I need to level up in certain areas. And a lot of it is confirmation to things that God had already been kind of showing me, but I wasn't seeing them all the way. And I kind of didn't know what to do with it. So the fact that he saw fit to just send me people um, to confirm those things, and they don't even realize that they're doing it is just such a, a blessing. I mean, even thinking about, um, my waiting season, things just felt so isolated. I was by myself a lot. I was frustrated with God a lot because I was just in this space where I didn't understand what it is that he's doing. And so when I say the rapid success of this company so far, the reason why I feel like it's been able to take off, like we're selling out this retreat in three days. Um, we're probably, I'm declaring a decree we're going to sell out again um, for the December date. Um, the way these sponsorships are just rolling in, it's because of the things that God had to do in my waiting season. So I was upset at one point because I'm like, God, all I have is a book, a journal and a podcast. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? Or God, you really want me to talk to your people every single week? How am I supposed to do that when I'm going through all of this? Like, I don't feel like talking. I don't feel like doing these things. But it's the consistency in that season that got me to be where I am now. You know, it's the consistency in that season that allowed my audience to be built up, that allowed my stamina to be built up, to be able to go through things in my, my personal life, but still show up for the things that God wants me to do. It's in that season where, um, like I said, our audience was able to grow. When your audience is able to grow, guess what? You're able to make more money with advertisements. So by the time this person came to me to partner with this company to get advertisers, I already had the numbers. But the, the numbers got developed when? In that waiting season, when I didn't understand what God was doing. And I talk about this in the episode with Kristen. Um, so y'all want to hear this again next week. But I, I talk about the importance of um, 
being obedient when you don't understand what God is doing. And we talk about this all the time. And when y'all hear Kristen's story, y'all are going to really see it personified. But I was reading the Bible this morning and I put this in the Blessed and Bossed Up Society group. And I was finishing up the book of Numbers. And at this point, um, they the people were getting ready to enter into the promised land. So this was after the wandering season. This was after the 40 days of wandering in the wilderness. So now they were finally able to go into the promised land. And so God gave them, the people of Israel, very specific instructions that when you get to the promised land, you need to, I want you to destroy the thing, the people there and get rid of like the idols and stuff that they had there. So the people of Israel didn't know why God was doing what he was doing. And so because of that, they didn't take his instructions seriously and they didn't do what he, they said he told them to do. So they were disobedient. Now that disobedience led them to compromising with the things that was going on the whole time, this whole, after they were rescued from slavery and Moses was leading them to the promised land, this whole time, God is grooming them this whole waiting season. Thank you, God. This whole waiting season, God is grooming them and preparing them for the land that they, that they were called to occupy for the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey. He was preparing them this whole time. Now, when they're right there about to get there, he tells them this, when you get there, this is what you, what you are to do. Listen to my instruction. Don't fall into the trap of the things that they're doing there. But they didn't get it. They didn't understand what God was doing. And so they got there and they they were disobedient and they did their own thing. So that led them to compromise after they compromised on God's instructions. Then they, they were corrupted by the people of that land. So now they done messed up. They were supposed to go there and enjoy this land of milk and honey. But now they're bringing trouble and judgment on themselves because they weren't obedient to what God said. It's so important that we are obedient to the things of God, even when it doesn't make sense. Because the Bible says his his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. We're never going to be able to understand what God is doing. The only thing we need to focus on is being obedient. So for me, as I'm in this season of out of the waiting season and seeing things happen, seeing the money coming in, seeing the numbers increase, seeing my territory enlarge, seeing the rooms that he's sending me into people that are way more successful than me seeing these things I'm like I probably wouldn't have even been ready for this had I not gone to the waiting the going through the waiting season and there are a lot of things I'm I have to kind of go on a crash course on because there were things I probably should have did in the waiting season that I didn't because I was so caught up in my feelings and one thing that we pointed out in my conversation with Kristen um, we talked about the difference between kingdom success and worldly success. And one of the key differentiators of the two is the level of confidence that you can operate in when in kingdom success. And let me make sure I say that right. Kingdom success is the whole journey. If you're in the waiting season and you're being obedient to God and you're doing the things that he called you to do, you're successful. Success is nothing but pleasing God, period. It don't matter how much money you got, how much influence you got. Success is is pleasing God. So if you're in a waiting season, waiting for the things that he promised you, you're still successful. And the benefit of kingdom success is even in that waiting season, even as you're waiting to, um, to see the promises of God happen in your life, You can be confident to know that God will not lie. You can have confidence to know that God will not lie. You can, you can say, 
Then God told me to move to LA. I don't know what for. I don't know who's out there. I don't have no family out there, but I'm about to just go because if God told me to do it, then surely I'm it's about to be lit. Like you could operate with that level of confidence that swag as, as Kristen said you could uh, you could operate with that swag of knowing that whatever God told you to do is going to be is going to work out for your good for as long as you are in alignment with him and doing the things that are pleasing to him but what happens is in this waiting season the enemy he can't stop God's promises so what he does is he tries to make you miserable as you're waiting to get there And we have to make a decision of, are we going to take advantage of this season while I'm waiting to see the promises of God happen? Or am I going to allow my emotions to get the best of me? And if I'm being honest, in my waiting season, a lot of days, I let the emotions of the season get to me. I told you guys about the days where I was like, didn't want to get out the bed or I would have to just go for a walk because it was just, I needed fresh air or something to take me out of this funk that I was in. But now that I'm kind of in this season where God is propelling me forward, there are things that I have to now go back and do because I'm realizing that there are gap areas. And I probably would have known already to fill these gap areas if I would have not getting so got, gotten so caught up in my emotions. And so that actually brings me to number two. The lesson that I learned is I have to learn how to be the executive that my business needs. So God is the CEO. We know that. But we're on the executive team, too. He's in charge, but we're we're the ones that are down here implementing the things that he tells us to do. And so you have to become the executive that his that his vision needs from you. And a lot of times the things that God has us doing are things that are bigger than us, things that are going to require more from us, things that we're not qualified to do. So there's some there's some work that has to happen so you can prepare for the success um, that he has for you. So for me, this I, this media company is a multimillion dollar company. Hands down. This is revolutionary. This is my what own network is what I said on the interview. This is my own network, uh, own as in the Oprah Winfrey network, not own as in just mine. <laughs> this is like my, that level of what that is to her for me. And, and it's a very powerful thing. Now, in order to op- to run and be the, the head and physically of a business of that magnitude, there are certain skills that I have to develop that I didn't do in my waiting season because I was caught up in my feelings. There's certain things that certain things that I have to figure out. There's a, I need to learn better how to scale a business. So yeah, we making money, that's cool, but I'm not too getting too focused on that because I need to make sure that not only we're making money, we're keeping money, we're scaling the business, we're able to fund ideas. Because what I don't want to happen is somebody else, let's say an investor or somebody comes on board like, hey, Tatum, I see what you're doing. Um, We want to buy it or we want to acquire your show or we want to do this. And then guess what's going to happen when they try to do that? They're going to take the God out out of it. They're going to take the Holy Spirit out of it. I know God called me to this. So in order for this to get to the magnitude of what God has for it, then I need to make sure that I'm showing up as the best executive that I can be at all times. And one of the things I'm, I remember I was praying uh, the other day, 
And God began to just continue, continue to show me what this company is going to be. And he's like, Tatum, this is going to, this company, the goal, the ultimate goal of Anchored Media has other things under it, like the BBU network. And then we do programs through there to help develop voices. But Anchor Media, the goal of this is to create a culture that rivals the world. You're going to create a culture that's going to conquer me, choose my words correctly, words mean things, conquer the world. The enemy is the God of this world and he's created a culture and and that culture has been created through media, through music, through what we see, through what we hear, through what we read. No, 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 no. You're going to create something that's going to conquer that to where the kingdom of God now is normal to where, yeah, I'm entertained, but I'm still holy. So, yeah, I'm having a good time. We 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 doing whatever we do to have fun, but I'm still being holy. Yeah, I'm listening to podcasts and I'm jamming in a car or whatever, but I'm I'm still being holy. I'm still being fed the things of God like this is a, a huge assignment that's connected to this. But in order for me to see the thing out, the person that is physically in charge of the day to day and the and things like that, I have to show up differently. And so one of the things I did was um, I had to take a step back and be like, Tatum, where are your gaps? Because you got a lot of them, sis. And you need to find your gaps and you need to fill them. You need to look back at your day to day because things are changing now. All right, let's take a break and pay some bills. You guys know how much I love doing this podcast, how much I love getting the show out to you every single week, sometimes twice a week. But in order for the show to stay free, we got to keep these bills paid, okay? We have some awesome sponsors that have signed on to sponsor the show. So as you guys begin to hear them every week, make sure you're taking advantage of these opportunities. Um, All of the sponsors are awesome and relevant to you guys. So make sure you take advantage. Now, this episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by Audible. We've been talking about books, you guys. I've been giving you the suggestions on books and things you need to read to uh, become a better entrepreneur and a better executive of your business. And there's no better place to start listening to these books than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month. So that's one audio book plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime at the gym, while commuting, on the go, and on any one of your devices. It will always pick up right where you left off. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals for free. Visit audible.com slash blessed. Again, visit audible.com, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash blessed or text blessed to 500-500. Again, visit audible.com slash blessed or text blessed to 500-500. Let's get back to the show. What was comfortable about the waiting season was that all I had was a podcast. I'm selling books and journals and things like that. I had more time. I was doing speaking engagements, I, but I had more time as far as the day to day was concerned because there wasn't too much else going on. Now I don't got time. Like that time got cut. Okay. When it came to 
um, building his business. I remember the other day, I was like, where has the day gone? Like, what is going on? I, I, like, I need more hours in a day because I'm not able to accomplish everything that I'm setting out to accomplish at the level in which I want to accomplish it. I'm rushing through stuff. I'm making stupid mistakes. I'm the type of person where I demand a certain level of excellence for myself, especially when I'm conducting God's business. So when I make too many mistakes, it's time for me to take a step back and be like, Tatum, what's, what's going on? Like, what's what's happening? These mistakes are very avoidable. Are you rushing through things? Are you not fully focused? What's happening? And so for me, I have to have those conversations with myself. And so one of the things I was like, what can, like, where are my gaps? And I was like, well, you know what, Tayan, we're building a multi-million dollar company here. You need somebody else to come in and make sure you're making and keeping the multi-millions. Like you need to bring somebody, a financial person on here. That's not just the accountant. That's not just doing the bookkeepings and making sure you pay the IRS, but that's doing the correct projections. That's making sure you're spending the way that you need to, that you're cutting expenses as needed, put some policies and procedures in place so that you have a checklist or a system that you go through if you want to buy something. Like, no, you can't buy that that $5,000 software if it doesn't make sense? Like what are the checks and balances that are in place to make sure that funds are being handled and distributed properly? And so those are the things I'm like, I have no idea how to do these things. But guess what? God blessed me with an incredible husband who is a CPA. So I said, boo, when you get home from work, we got to have a business meeting. So guess what? He came home from work. Here's your dinner. You got a pen and paper. We need to talk. Like this is no longer my business and you come home from work and we hang out. And when you were um, not at work, that's when I'm doing all my, this not going to work no more because we're building a multi-million dollar company and you need to come on board. You know what I mean? Here, your new title today. Congratulations. Welcome. You're the CFO. This is what I need. <laughs> and we have this conversation and he like, and so it's funny because we're talking and I'm like, boo, this is, this is what we're building. This is what God wants like help. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, so you just need to do this. Like all this policy and procedure stuff. I'm talking, this is stuff he told me. So he's like, Oh, you need this and this, that and the other, or let's create the category fit. And I was like, he was talking to me and I was like, what, what are you even saying? I, you're speaking. I said, I need you to talk to me. Like this is the, like you're talking to a child because I don't know what you're talking about, but it's crazy because I told him with a gap. And what I needed. And just like that, he was able to be like, fine, I got you. And then creates this whole financial um, system within the business that's that's necessary in order for it to operate on the level in which it's going to grow. And so I'm telling you this stuff because it's important that we notice the gaps within ourselves. Like if God is giving you a multi-million dollar business, there are ways in, in which that business needs to run in order to be scalable. There's ways that you need to build the business in order for it to be scalable, in order for you to be able to profit the amount that you want. Like there's so many details into in it that have to get tended to. There are so many things, especially when you're building a business from scratch that have to be created. And so for me, um, what I really realized in doing this was I have a lot of gaps as an executive that I need to grow. My When I realized my time was, the days was going by faster, I said, Tatum, you got to do better. You have to wake up earlier. So guess who's back on waking up at 5 a.m.? Me, because I got work to do. And another thing in building this business, though, and I'm actually 
is that my next point? So no, I'm not even going to go into that point. Um, but when it comes to the executive, I just realized there was a lot of gaps. And so what I started to do was I eliminated anything that wasn't speaking to that area, right? So my podcast, I don't, I, I stopped listening to the entertainment ones. Um, I stopped, I I deleted Instagram off my uh, phone. I may, I have little pockets where I could post or where I allow myself to get on, like if I'm eating or something. Um, But if I'm like supposed to be working is, is done. I don't have time for distractions. We're building an empire here. And there are areas that I am not excelling in that I need to grow. And so I I started getting more books. Shout out to Courtney Sanders. I'm gonna put the link to her show um, in the show notes because she really, um, she did like a, a powerhouse series, I think it's called on her podcast recently. And, and it, it really helped me when it came to this train of thought and really pointing out a lot of the soft skills and things that I need to develop. And there are a lot of things that I'm naturally good at. Like um, I'm naturally good at speaking. I'm naturally a very personable person. Like people like me when they meet me. So I, I get ahead in a lot of environments just because people like me. It's just a part of who I am. I'm a nice person. I ain't really got no drama. I listen to people and make them feel important. Like, I don't know, people just like me, but there are also things that I need to, uh, areas that I need to, um, improve on. One of them is better time management and not just say better time management, but more strategic time management. What are the activities that are making me money? And how can I get somebody else to do the activities that are not directly related to um, income? Those are the questions I have to ask myself. So now I need to go back on paper because now we have all of these new revenue streams with the things that we're offering. So now let me go back and write down everything this business offers that makes money. What are all the tasks that I have to do in order to run this business? Okay, so what tasks are connected to a directly connected to a revenue stream? What tasks are left? Those need to get delegated somewhere else. Somebody else need to come and respond to all these daggone emails. Somebody else needs to have the conversation with um, about speaking inquiries and things until the check gets signed or the deposit gets paid or whatever. Like just all of these tasks that are here, somebody else need to post on social media because while it's important for exposure, I don't use social media directly to make money right now at least so somebody else needs to handle that so who can I bring on that's going to take care of that stuff for me that's going to manage that so I don't have to deal with it what if I'm having a focus problem because what I realized too is and it's crazy because I think this is a direct attack because as God is elevating me there's certain things I'm noticing about myself and I've gotten very distracted a lot lately like I've been I'm you I'm the type of person I can get things done so get executing them aren't isn't the problem but if I could get things done faster if I can get them done in an excellent manner quicker then I that gives me more time to do the things that make me money but what I realized is I've been highly distracted lately so I'm like okay what software is like I downloaded this app called freedom and it like blocks certain things off your computer and stuff that helps you increase productivity so again I'm just looking at different areas and figuring out how can I be a better executive for this business that God has given me there's a book that I'm reading and I got it from Courtney's book list and I'm a um I'm gonna leave the link to her book list 
in the show notes so that you guys can get it. But the title of the book is Empowering Yourself, The Organizational Game Revealed. And it's by Harvey Coleman. And so I really, really love this book. I think I'm at like the sixth chapter right now. And so this book is written by an older black gentleman um, who he owns his own company now, but he comes from a corporate background. And so the book is so good because it just talks about the game. And a lot of times as black people, we think about the game as I'm black. I got to work 10 times as hard or twice as hard as the next person, or I'm a black woman. So I really got to work harder than the next person, which is true. But this book does a really good job of like just breaking down the game of the corporate game. But there's so much that you could learn about getting ahead, whether it's in corporate or in your business. And a lot of the things Like, for example, he has this pie formula. And so P stands for performance. I stands for image and E stands for exposure. So his point is that at a certain point, your performance performance, he said, only takes only makes up 10 percent of the game. 30 percent is a. 30% is the image and then 60% is exposure. So he was saying performance, once you get to a certain skill set, performance no longer really matters. Then that's when we come to the other things, because as long as you could do the job and do it well, then that's pretty much where that ends. And you go into the other two factors for a decision to be made about your advancement. So image he's talking about not only just how you look but how you carry yourself your nonverbals, your tone the language you use your ability your ability to fit in um in a certain situation like all of these different things and then he then e is exposure so the things that you've been exposed to um and things like that but it's such an excellent read so far and I have like so many notes in my phone about creating a game plan for myself just not even looking at how to build a multi-million dollar company but creating a multi-million dollar lifestyle and not just in the let's say the nice things or the trips and all of that because uh, I'm gonna get them too but I'm talking about um, just the play, the building a legacy for my children, you know, um, getting to a new level is not just about the business, but that's going to put me in new environments, new circles. This media company is going to take me in different places. Like the, the plans that God had for me are so huge. I have to make sure that I'm prepared to not only um, be able to navigate those new environments, but to thrive in them and thrive in them in a way that allows my business to get ahead. And by my business getting ahead, then God's plan gets ahead because it all goes back to God's plan. Um, So honestly, this is the biggest lesson that I've learned from building this business is that I have to become the executive that God's vision needs because I will be doing God a disservice by allowing my gaps to remain. I will be doing his kingdom a disservice. I told y'all the mission. I told y'all the levels to what this means. So I will be doing you and everybody that's attached to me and everybody that's attached to those who are attached to me a disservice by not sharpening the soft skills and the areas that um, God needs me to sharpen for his vision. So that was point number. Then point number three that I've learned is the bigger the call, the less room you have for error. So life done hit me a couple times since starting this company. And so as I'm kind of going through the motions about how I feel about certain things, 
I had to realize that I have a responsibility. And so it's not a burden in a sense where it's like I can't take care of myself or I can't take the time needed for myself because I got things to do. It's not that. It's more so of Tatum, you got to make sure that you deal with whatever you're going through, deal with how you feel about it. But you got to pull yourself up because you got people that are counting on you. You have nations that are counting on you. And I tell y'all all the time, one thing about me is I am not going to be one of them people who do God's work without him. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to be one of those people who start out doing things for God and then somewhere along the way I get out of alignment. That's I'm not about that life. And I, didn't, I haven't gone through what I've gone through for um, th- what God is going to do through me. I haven't gone through the, the test. I haven't gone through the crushing. I haven't gone through the character building. I haven't gone through the waiting season. I have not gone through everything I've gone through to continue to do to do anything without God. And and integrity is like, I ask people or I talk to people about core values. My number one core value is integrity. I need to lead by example the nations that I'm leading because more will always be caught than taught. I could preach to y'all all day, but y'all looking at me as far as the fruit of my life. Shoot, I'm looking at anybody that I'm following like, what's up with like, where's the fruit? Because I'm going to judge you by your fruit. Like what's going on? So for me, it's just so important to or what I realized is just the bigger the call, the less room for error. I don't got time to spend a week in my bed upset about something that happens to me because I have things to do. I have a, a world to help change. I have things to do for the king for the kingdom. There are people who are, are whose lives are contingent upon my obedience. I don't have time to allow the devil to put me down for too long. And so what's, the, what's funny is the luxury of the waiting season is don't nobody care what you're doing. Ain't nobody paying you no mind but God. So that's the time that you really got to make sure that you got your stuff together, that you're in the word, that you're learning the word, that you're spending time with God, that you're building a trust in him, that you're breaking off whatever character flaws need to go before you get put on any type of platform. Because the bigger the assignment, the bigger the call, y'all. It's going to be in the bigger the attacks as well as Kristen said it on the show that's going to air Monday It's levels to this faith thing. So it's extremely important for um, you as you're in your waiting season is to get over how you feel while you're there and appreciate it. Because as you get out of it and the assignment gets bigger and if the task that, that God has for you gets bigger and the the territory gets expanded, you have a lot less room for error. And then the last one we're coming up on time. So I'm gonna try to get through this last one is God is a strategic God. I keep plugging next week's episode, but y'all really have to listen to the interview with Kristen because her story and the way she has been so obedient to God and the places he's taking her, taking her and taking her the way that, um, Her story just unfolds. It's just nothing but God. But over the last few weeks, I've learned that God is a strategic God. This business that I'm building, I've seen similar businesses. There are other media companies that work with podcasters. This isn't the first. But the way that I'm doing it, I have not seen before. The way I've been taught, because I've gone through business coaching, I have a lot of entrepreneur friends, like the way that I've been taught to build a business is not conducive at this point to the level of what God has for me. And the models that I've been taught about how businesses work in the past is not what God has me doing. 
And so this new business model and the way that I go about doing things in this business, I sometimes I'm like, I don't even really like know if this is going to work because even with like the um, let's take the Academy, for example. So find your voice Academy is a program presented by the BBU network where we work with, we help develop the voices and shows of people of faith. Right. So with that, I did that very differently. I didn't post on social media all day about sign up for my new program or have a retreat coming up or whatever. It was selective. One, I did an open house. I say, hey, I'm going to do something online. I'm not creating no free training or nothing. I don't feel like doing that. Like, that's not what God wants me to do. He just wants me to tell people what we're doing. So bad. That's what we about to do. So we did the virtual open house and um, people I sent out a slide deck about what the company is. Um, and so people were able to follow along on the open house. So then in order to in order to be a part of Find Your Voice Academy, where we work with you, you have to come to the retreat. You can't even just go from signing up and we have a discovery call and then I pitch my program to you and you say yay or nay. That's usually how it goes. Anybody that you have ever hired in a service-based capacity is probably has a business model very similar to that. You they, you sign up for some type of freebie. You end up on their list for a period of time. You sign up for a call, uh, a discovery call or something. Y'all talk. They pitch you their program. You make a decision. That's not the model here. You can't even get to the program until you go to the retreat. You can't even come to the retreat if you wasn't invited. You don't even have an opportunity to be invited if you don't apply. Like this is a different model than what I've seen, but it worked. So we go through, we did the open house. I sent out the application. I had a, a, a set closed date. People applied. I went through it. I prayed. I read the shows, found out which ones um, we were going to choose, sent out the invitations, uh, sent out the denials for those we decided not to choose. Three days is sold out. Oh, Dang, that was a that was a little bit easier than I expected it to be, guy. Okay, cool. So let's do it again. <laughs> so we did another date, but just that small win just was a wink that God is strategic. I did I haven't seen this business model done. I'm not saying it hasn't been. I Tatum have not seen it, seen it. So I didn't know to build the funnel in this way. Only God would be able to lead me in that. So I just want to want y'all to understand that God is a strategic God and he's a God about details. I mean, you want to know how detailed he is? Go back to the Old Testament and read all the instructions he gave, like about building the tabernacle and stuff like that. Super detailed. God is very detailed and strategic and things have a purpose. So it's so important as, as we build our businesses and as you guys build your, your businesses or whatever vision God has given you to seek him in the details and trust what he has you doing, even if it hasn't been seen before. So I'm going to wrap up right here. We're coming up on time. I want to say thank you again to Audible for sponsoring today's show. Don't forget, go to audible.com slash blessed or text blessed to 500 500 for a free 30 day audible trial and your first audiobook. So y'all might as well go and get the book I recommended. Your first audiobook plus two audible originals are free. Again, that is audible.com slash blessed or text blessed to 500 500. Talk to you guys next week.